Welcome to Two Toms, One Ash. On this episode, we'll have a brief summary of the first quarter of the season, let you know what's been going on in our league before finishing with starts and sits for week five. Remember to subscribe and share the podcast with anyone that you know who plays fantasy football, and thanks to everyone that has already. Right, that's enough from just me. On we go. I want to start this episode now that we're, uh, well, after four games, still feels like a quarter of the way through the season, none of this stupid 17-week seasons. But four weeks in, um, some some questions to start off with, to fill in the blanks. So, Scully, I'll come to you first. After four weeks, the most exciting team to watch is... Detroit. Nice. Okay. I, think the, I just think the Lions are just so predictable. So exciting to watch. They're literally one and three, but have either won or lost by one score. And we're very much in all the three games that, that they've lost. Um, all the games have been 50 points or over. I mean, the, the last one, I think, is one of the highest scoring games ever. Um, this week against Seattle, it was, again, another crazy game. I just love Dan Campbell. Love the way he approaches the game. Again, every game's exciting. Every game's unpredictable. Um, really enjoyed the hard knocks this year and getting an insight into them. I think they've got some really good characters in the team and they're just doing that on the pitch. They can't defend, but, but they're great, great attacking and it's great to watch. So, yeah, absolutely. Detroit. Unbelievable wow. offence. Unbelievable. Yeah. But just, it's just, a, I, I feel sorry for him. It's like they've, they've finally got. Uh, the chance to score these points and Goff's look do, he's doing a decent job. Um, he's got di- some decent players around him, but defensively they're just woeful. It's like whoever they're playing, back that back those players, back that offense, whether it's running back, wide receiver, quarterback, whatever it is, back them because the Lions will let them score. I know. Yes. It was, it was, the, it was the tight end that just was on his own or something for them. Is it like Noah Fan or something oh. for, for Seattle? And I mean, Rashad Penny just ran through them every time he needed to run through them. But yeah, great to watch. All the games have been fantastic to watch. We're looking as well. Uh, I mean, again, just as you say, kind of peaking at the right time and then the defence is letting them down. Again, having a seemingly brilliant season despite the the kind of one and three at the minute swift then gets injured amon ross st brown's injured so both kind of top five in their position hawkinson had an absolute monster week this week just gone but then again swift's out but jamal williams is leading the nfl with six rushing touchdowns right now so so yeah maybe for that reason that they are they are i think any kind of betting that you want to put on it's over or under on a point scored for that game for each game that they're playing Patriots coming up this week then then yeah you're, you're going over every time good good one to start off with and I definitely agree with that one that Detroit very exciting to watch so flip side of that Charlie after four weeks the most underwhelming team is so it's another one and three team um, a team that I was hoping was going to be exciting with a big new New name signing, uh, and it's the Raiders for me. Um, they, they just don't seem to be 
working. I know Derek Carr and uh, Adams had the um, link up at college and, and there was a big hype around that. But it seems to be watching them that Carr is just he's like fighting to get the ball to Adams every time. Um, obviously, they've lost uh, Hunter Renfro for the last few weeks as well. I know um, they've had players step up, but it's just it just seems to be going nowhere. Watching them on offense, um, it, it, it's a bit tiresome. The fact he's he's fighting every time to try and get Adams involved. Other players seem to be open. I mean, Waller can't seem to catch a cold at the minute. Um, several times he's been round the end zone and uh, and dropped a few. I know he uh, not last not this week, uh, week three he uh, tipped one on goal line that got into got intercepted, and it, it just seems to be that the chemistry there is not working at all. Uh, after all the hype around preseason as to what the Raiders were going to be with a big wide receiver signing. I mean, different game, different game this week for them. Obviously, result finally got uh, against the Broncos, and it was mainly for me watching the highlights on on the run game. Jacobs was was pretty good, but yeah, other than that, um, I know they they put up thirty two points or whatever. But do you think it's finally starting to click a little bit? Or I think a lot of a lot of the offense this week was put through the running back, wasn't it? So. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe next week, because they were so reliant on the running game this this week just gone, that we may see uh, defenses lining up for that, which which could open up those throws, those passing lanes, if defenses are starting to to try and stop the run. Um, but we'll see. But yeah, first four weeks, I've I've not been majorly impressed, and and let's face it, they're only playing the Broncos and their dogger as well. True. Yeah, you could have been either of those for the most underwhelming teams, couldn't you? That coming in fairly exciting in a really, really tough division. It's, it's not going any easier for the Raiders. They got the Chiefs this week. Um, I guess on on defense as well. What they signed Chandler Jones alongside uh, Max Crosby as well on the defensive line. But but yeah, it's just not working out so far. I can imagine that might turn around uh, again if they've. I think they've got a bit of a run against the Texans, um, and then after the bye week. Yeah, Chiefs next week, which, which yeah, maybe be one and four, and then having to come back from that, which again in a very tough division, and Broncos might start to pull it together as well for when when they get that rematch possibly. It was a close well, call between the Broncos yeah. and, and the Raiders. They're both, like I say, both awful. <laughs> okay, so next one, um, Scully, I'll come back to you. So for this one, this year's Lamar Jackson is. Ridiculous. Um, I'd say if there are any doubts about him from from last, well, that were creeping in last year, he's quickly put them to bed already. This year, is already, in my opinion, seeking a claim for early MVP front runner. Is just, uh, yeah, he's ridiculous. Um, Baltimore need to give him that guaranteed money. He needs to get paid. Um, just pay the man, or. Watch him go to Florida next season, which no one, I don't think, in in Baltimore wants to happen. So, um, I mean, personally, Tom, you'll probably agree with me on this, but I don't want to play him twice a year, so I'd be happy to see him leave. Yeah, definitely. um, 
yeah, I can't. I think the the Ravens are silly if they don't pay him. Is just uh, is their entire offense. Yeah, he's been so close. What the Ravens are now two and two, but the two games that they lost, it was that last minute against the Dolphins, and then a real close one that they just lost last week against the Bills as well. But he's he's scored. He's the joint highest passing touchdown scorer with 11 which you would have never said that I don't think for Lamar Jackson you'd have put him up there for rushing touchdowns which is only only got two he's not top but he's got two rushing touchdowns and 11 passing touchdowns this season he is their offense and when you look at some of the other weapons that we've mentioned on Ravens uh, on the Raiders sorry or even the, the Lions Ravens haven't really got anyone I know J.K. Dobbins is back now Duvin is dipped in and out uh, Bateman every now and again Mark Andrews, but it's all Lamar Jackson and the defences that he's playing against can put eight in the box and it's still not stopping him. So yeah, he's been unbelievable. I know you're a bit critical at first, Charlie, but um, yeah, you, you can't disagree with how good he's been this year, surely. No, I've got to eat my words. Uh, through first four game weeks, he, uh, he's definitely up there. Um, pushing it for MVP this year with how he's playing. Um, I know I'd said before he had one good year. Uh, he seems to be he seems to be having a better one this year. <laughs> Maybe he was listening. Maybe he's listening. Yeah, he's heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. But yeah, we'll we'll see how he gets on. Um, but again, so far, the MVP of the first four weeks for sure. Uh, Charlie, and then last one: if the draft was redone today, your number one pick would be definitely not a running back. <laughs> um. It's, I think it's thrown out, looking at the, the points that people have scored uh, through the first four weeks. I think the, the highest scoring running back's Barkley, and he comes in around 10th. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. In our, I think in our league, he's possibly 11th on generally, depending on how your scoring set up. He's around sort of 9th highest scorer. Um, and that's obviously just the the highest scoring running back. Um, so for me, I think I'd be looking more towards a quarterback, wide receiver uh, for overall number one. And let's face it, like we just discussed, it's surely got to be Jackson. He's doing everything himself. Like you said, Ash, he's not particularly got any superstars on that team. Um, there's not, he hasn't got a Cooper Cup or a Stefan Diggs or anybody like that. It is, it's, yeah, he's got Andrews, who's a good tight end, but he, he just, everything is going through him, whether he's running, whether he's making those passes, like like you just said, Ash, there's no nobody was expecting him to make the touchdowns that he has done throwing anyway. Um, so I think for me, you've got to be looking um, in that quarterback uh, class for an overall overall number one. And for me, Jackson's pipping uh, Josh Allen at the minute. Yeah, and when we look back at running backs as well, like Jonathan Taylor's. Uh... Maybe not nowhere on the list, but he's, he's nowhere near the top. And this year, more than ever, I know it's been, been going that way for the last five, ten years, but it is a running back by committee for pretty much every team, really, isn't it? Like, there's, even if you're the number one back, like it has been Jonathan Taylor, Dalvin Cook, Derek Henry, they're still getting going in and out. 
add, add injuries on top of that as well. It it does just seem more inconsistent than ever. Um, and then wide receivers, your Stefan Diggs, Cooper Cups, they're the number ones, and they're they're getting hundreds of yards each each game potentially. But but yeah, quarterbacks quarterbacks are doing it for sure. Scully, would you agree with someone like Lamar Jackson or a quarterback? I took um, I took Allen first round into and just traded him for a running back. So um, <laughs> not sure not sure I'd probably agree, but I just think that's circumstance for me. Um, I don't know. I don't know who I'd take um, one overall if if it was to if it was to be redone today. Nick Chubb's been really good for me. He's running back too. He's been consistent. So uh, yeah, don't know. Maybe Justin Jefferson took another skilled player at receiver. Yeah, interesting. I think if we uh, if we have another look at this in another four weeks' time, um, see see who we recall and see if it's anything like what we've just mentioned now. See if Lamar Jackson still. Still up there. We're looking back into our league last week and we'll we'll review our scores. So, Charlie, you're still on two wins. Scully, still on zero wins overall. And then then I won last week out of the points for all of us. Uh, so two for me, two to Charlie, and none to Scully just yet. Um, I will caveat all that by saying that we all lost last week, so it's nothing to cheer about. And uh, and 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 for me, winning the most or getting the most points out of the three of us, uh, Carlson as kicker got 13 points. Eagles defense got 18 points. Now we're both number one in their positions. Uh, more luck than than any sort of judgment. I'm not going to lie. Um, and Debo got me 23 points last night, and then Mixon 17. So again. I didn't win, didn't win, but um, but out of the three of us, happened to get the most points, about 120 I finished on. But looking ahead to this week coming, um, you two, you two playing against each other. Um, yep. So a couple of things that I want to point out for that. Number one, Scully, at the minute, as it stands, you're sat in ninth. So one place outside the playoff positions. There's quite a few of us on two and two. So again, just based on points scored overall, but just sat outside and you made quite a few trades today. So one of them being you've traded Josh Allen, the number two overall quarterback, for Jared Goff and Austin Eckler, who are, well, Jared Goff's fourth-ranked quarterback and Eckler the third-ranked running back. Thoughts behind that? I need a to upgrade at running back, basically. I've been waiting for Travis Etienne to get, get more reps to take that lead back role and he's not Robinson's just continuing to do it. So I'm not sure when that's going to change. So I can't continue to put faith in if him, if he's going to, if he's not going to produce. So I needed to upgrade. I'd literally offered everybody, I think in our, in our league, Ayuk, literally nobody bit. So, um, I got a I got a trade offer from somebody who wanted to upgrade at quarterback and felt it was pretty stacked at running back and I think my my thought process behind it was I took Josh Allen at eleven overall if Eckler would have been on the board at eleven overall would I have taken him at that time probably so so that was my thought behind it and then Jared Goff he's not had a bad season so far I mean he might drop off but. Is it going to be that much of a drop off? So um, it just it just 
felt felt like something I needed to do to give myself a, a better chance all around and a more balanced team. Charlie, what makes you more nervous? Josh Allen or, or the trades that he's gone for coming up against Goff and Eckler this week? I think the Jared Goff train, hype train that we're on, um, is worrying. And then the fact he's loaded up with Eckler as well after the week he had. I mean, he's not done anything particularly sparkling up until this last week. So if you can uh, drag out, I mean, 11 points, 18 points, 13 points, and that was against the Raiders, who we've already said are awful. Uh, the Chiefs, yeah, fair enough. Jacksonville, yeah, not not horrendous. Houston, worst defence against the run. So he's got to score. He, he, he's got to score big. Those are the games he's got to step up because that's what he's there for. So you'd expect him to score big there. So yeah, 34 points. If he does that against mate, it's going to work and Scully will probably run away with it if he does that. It's going to hurt against me though. He's playing the Browns. So literally, um, both both my running backs are going up against each other this week. But Yeah, you need a heavy I don't, I don't know game. if Bowney's back. I don't know if um, Garrett's going to be back this week. If, if they both are, then then that could, that could limit him a little bit. But We've just got ran all over by Atlanta, literally ran all over by Atlanta. We lost to a team that completed seven passes. So it's, yeah, I, th- I think Eckler's probably going to have another big game against us. And if you look at the score last year, Browns versus um, Chargers, it was 40-odd, 40-odd, I think. or It was some, it was a silly score. So I think he's, um, he's going to have a big game. I think Chubb could have, have a big game as well. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with the trade. Yeah, we'll see that. how that turns out. Turns out big, then. Need that big look, run heavy game, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> and looking at your your roster, really, Charlie, and even just on your bench, really, it looks like probably a similar problem that I'm having at the minute. But looking at yours, the likes of Edmonds, Pacheco, Bateman, Pickens, all good players. And you know that if they were available, they'd be snapped up real quick. But probably can't rely on them just yet. It feels like there's a lot of players like that this year that are kind of that third-ranked receiver maybe on their depth chart or or a running back that's kind of dipping in and out of getting points but not consistent. Have you tried to trade any of them with any value for them or you're, again, just, just trying to keep calm when everyone else is losing their heads? Well, we've had a bit of a wild day, haven't we, in our league in terms of trades. <laughs> there seems to be players flying all over the place. Um I missed that, so I've I have sent a few uh, crazy trades, and we'll see if anybody jumps on the back of that. Um, yeah, I've just been a bit after the after last time we spoke, uh, I was saying how happy I was with how my team has been. The past two weeks uh, have been absolutely dire. My my main two players being Stefan Diggs and Michael Pittman have done nothing, neither of them. So, and that that's the position where I'm most stacked in terms of receivers. I managed to pick up uh, Curtis Samuel on waivers, who has, up until this week, been number one target for for Wentz and uh, been somebody that I could rely on because of the workload that he's carrying. Um, obviously, with us being on a points per reception, it pushes him up, up there. Uh, and I think in our league, he was last week ranked in the top 10. So somebody that had slotted in there. Uh, and like I say, on receivers, 
I thought I was quite stacked looking at how they performed this previous week was uh, was dreadful and they cost me the uh, the matchup really well they would have if the other lad hadn't have scored 200 points uh, I don't think I could have done anything to, to beat that but just between those three Diggs got 10.2 Samuel 7.8 and Pittman 6.1 um, I mean amongst those two are my number one pick and number three so if I'm not getting any points from them I'm going to struggle so uh, yeah I need a I need a turnaround from them this week uh, maybe I should send him a message like that kid did to uh, Amon Rasa Brown <laughs> and, yeah, and say, to get it for fantasy reasons yeah, yeah. get get your game in gear because uh, I need you to get me the win this week and, and <laughs> see if uh, see if it cheers them up after last week's horror show for all three it's a, it'd be all right if it was just one but all three together it, it's going to cost me to do that again from a divisional rivals point of view i hope i hope scully wins this week um but mine my trades i managed to pick up uh, traded for deandre swift uh today lost a couple of players but traded for him which putting Cordell patterson on ir for at least four weeks i think swift although he's he's predicted some points this week it's looking like he'll be out and then a bye week next week i got deandre hopkins which is out again for another couple of weeks i have a feeling i could be two and four but then hopefully after that it, it might start to pick up when they come back from injury but um but yeah we'll see i guess hopefully just getting through squeaking into the playoffs and then fingers crossed some of these players come good um, and it's worth it when are we turning uh, draft pick trades back on so we can <laughs> Never. <laughs> yeah, no, they're a thing of the past. They are dead and buried. <laughs> Moving on to starts and sits for week five. Uh, Scully, I'll come to you first and the wide receivers. So which wide receiver is suggesting we start? I'll go CD Lamb. So I like how... Recently, he's been linking up with um, Cooper Rush. Cowboys seem to be a bit, on a bit of a roll. I know we saw him last week in uh, in MetLife in New York, and yeah, they, I think he dropped a pass early on, which were which was a, a, a sitter really. And then after that, he he just went off, scored a touchdown or two. Um, great game, I think, it, and he just pulled that into into last week. So I think. I think yeah, I think they're going to be good against uh, against the Rams. So I'm going to back him for over 100 yards and at least one touchdown next week. So I'd start CD Lamb. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, really, really good receiver, isn't he? And he's got that connection with Cooper Rush. I don't know how much longer he's got left. I think it looks like Dax possibly even back this week. I know he's having some scans. I think this week, whether it is this week he's back starting or they'll just go careful and put him in week after. But yeah, Dalton Schultz been out. Um, Gallup's been out a little bit, come back and not done a great deal. So CD Lamb's definitely the one for them and wide receiver rank 13 at the minute. Charlie, which running back are you suggesting we start this week? For me, it's got to be uh, based on what we were saying with regards to the Lions and how if you've got somebody who's an offensive player, start them against the Lions. So it's going to be for me, uh, Ramondre Stevenson, uh, based on his uh, snap count, 
compared to Harris this week is 55% compared to Harris's 45. Um, and the fact that they got him involved in the passing game as well, five targets as opposed to just the one target for, for Harris. So for me, I think you start Stevenson. Um, like we said, Lions defence are going to let people score. Um, so I think he's going to uh, get you some decent points uh, fantasy-wise this week if uh, if that snap percentage stays the same between him and Harris and they do seem to, uh, over the last couple of weeks, be leaning towards Stevenson over Harris. So yeah, we'll see if he can step it up again. Mm, yeah, good call. He's, he's definitely stood out out of the two of them, hasn't he? Not that Harris has been particularly bad either. Um, I'm not sure what the latest on the Patriots quarterback is. I, I don't know if you've seen anything. I know Hoyer got injured and obviously Mac Jones was out. So I think it was Zappi came yeah. in for a little yeah, bit. So yeah, so whether they lean on the running backs even more than they would normally, um, yeah. there's, there's not much other offense around there, is there? You know, Jacoby Myers, um, Devontae Parker have done a little bit, Hunter Henry, but, but very much run defense and against that Lions uh, sorry, run-up offence against the Lions' defence. So, good call on, on that one. We'll see how that turns out. Let's move it on to sits. So, Scully, which wide receiver are you sitting this week? If if anyone from our league listens to our podcast, they can disregard everything I'm about to say because I'm trying to offload him. But um, Ayuk, for me, I'm going to sit. He's massively underwhelmed in terms of what he's done so far this year. I wish I'd have got rid of him to uh, Tom early on when he were offering me everybody for him. But, um, yeah, he, he's not really doing anything. Uh, I think it's probably linked to, to Trey Lance going down and I know he looks a bit of a bust anyway, but since he's got injured, um, Jimmy's come back in and he's finding that connection again with, with Debo and, and rightly so, everything's going through Debo Samuel. He was incredible last night. And uh, I expect it to do the same again. So I can't see how you getting much, um, much from Jimmy this week, yeah. next week, whenever. So yeah, I'd, I'd sit him. But if there is anybody in our uh, league that's listening to this podcast, then um, they can disregard everything I've just said because it's fantastic. <laughs> next week, so open for trades. So. So last week he had 37 yards catching and seven points. Uh, week before that, well, 39 yards. Week before that, 63. Week before that, 40. So he's fairly consistent between kind of the 35 and 65 mark um, for, for catches. You know, it's inevitable that he's he's just going to, as soon as you do trade him away or you do put him on your bench, he's going to end up probably scoring 40 yards, well, getting 40 yards receiving and a couple of touchdowns. Um, but but yeah, he seems really inconsistent. Again, a few a few of my players seem to be like that. That I can't quite drop them, but far too inconsistent. Um, worth starting any week, really, at the minute. And then Charlie, let's finish off. So, which running back do you suggest we sit this week? Before I move on to that, Skull, if you want to get rid of Ayuk, send me some trade requests. I'm sure I can take them <laughs> off your hands. Sliding in soon. Uh, for me, sitting has got to be uh, Chase Edmonds. I was big on him this year. Um, before the season, pre-season, he looked like he was going to be the Dolphins' number one um, in the backfield. And, well, he, he's 
barely been involved at all. I think this week he was down to 27% snaps between him and Mozart. I watched the game, um, got up to watch, um, and uh, it was atrocious. He he was barely in the game at all. Um, yeah, I know he, he managed to uh, to get me a, a touchdown, um, and that sort of saved his week, I think, in terms of fantasy points. He managed to scrape a double-digit 10 on the nose. Um, so, but if that sort of workload's going to carry on and they're going to uh, they're going to be playing Mozart as the uh, RB1 for me in a pass heavy offense anyway i think even with uh, Teddy Bridgewater coming in for Tua they're still with the weapons they've got in the running game eh, sorry in the uh, wide receiver market they're going to rely more on that passing game. So in a, an already depleted usage, if he's only getting a quarter of those snaps for me, he's, uh, he's definitely one to be, uh, to be sitting. That, that'd be his only saving grace, wouldn't it? That it, it's not a rookie quarterback. It's not an inexperienced quarterback at all, but it's just not to a, but with weapons like Tyreek Hill, Waddle, Gusecki, there's no way that they're going to be, Having two running backs that are scoring big points and and Mostart is by far the lead back right now. Um, so yeah, I think unless you're really really desperate, I'd I'd agree as well and sit Chase Edmonds for sure. And that's that. In a week where the Eagles became the last undefeated team, will they remain undefeated after Week Five? And will C.D. Lamb and Ramondre Stevenson be worthy starts just as we predict? Let us know what you think on hello at twotoms1ash.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. See you next week.